Welcome to What a Doll Podcast, a podcast where life is plastic and fantastic. Each episode, we bring you doll news, opinions, retrospectives, and guests. So join us as we discuss and share our love for dolls with fans everywhere. Hey, doll fans. Welcome back to another episode of What a Doll, the podcast that is lacy, spacey, and out of this world. I am your host, Chris. And I'm Tear. And Tear, welcome to 2023. Oh, <laughs> right. 2023. A lot of people feel like they're still in 2020, though. I know. I've been uh, writing 2022 <laughs> at work still oh. on many, many things. Well, 2022 and 2020, because, I mean, I don't really know if we're out of COVID. I know. What year is this? Like, oh, right. I just realized, like, I've been at my job for two years, and I'm like, when did that happen? Oh, congratulations. Uh, we, yeah. <laughs> uh, so and, any uh, doll-related resolutions for you this year? Ooh, um, I think to save more, <laughs> spend less and try and gut stuff out. Oh, very, very similar to what I am doing now. I've been I, in the process of not selling off like my whole collection, but definitely downsizing my collection i think mm-hmm. there's a possibility of moving like either later this year or oh, next year okay and it's like the thought of moving all of those gives me like an ill feeling oh yeah. so i'm definitely doing the uh, marie kondo spark joy test Ooh, that's on hard. my dolls and you know does this one spark joy they can stay does right. this one not spark joy? You know, thank mm. it and and list it on eBay to go to somewhere that's Aww. gonna you know be loved right. and enjoyed more than you know being in a box in my house. Yeah, I get what you mean. Let me know how that goes because I haven't done that. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, I think for me, it's just like getting ideas for these projects and then finding something out in the wild or even at the store or whatever be like an action figure and clearance and be like oh like i can turn that into somebody who's never been produced before or like taking a marvel engines and turning it into a character from dynamite comics or vice versa or whatever um just starting projects i have no business doing um <laughs> <laughs> and like just coming up with these crazy ideas thinking i'm gonna have the time when i don't or i'm not gonna anytime soon and i feel like customizing is a it's a time and labor intensive piece of like a collecting hobby yeah well i picked up a doll head um i had started rerouting probably back in like january february or march of 2022 and like mm-hmm. i i've rerouted a little bit more of it back in early december oh my gosh yeah Would and like you just I, see this half-rooted head looking up sadly at you yeah yep and then i, I put it back down again after like a day or two <laughs> <laughs> I, i'll get around to finishing it one day someday yeah someday but not today or tomorrow. yeah 
But um, I don't know about you. I don't know if I'd call it a dull slump, but nothing has really been doing it for me too much lately or speaking to me at least. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely I'm definitely there with you, like out of all of those integrity things that were sent out like last month to for W Club members. I I think I got one thing I put in to get that space science fiction 60s looking poppy parker that with yeah. the pink skin and she's and i did end up getting the lottery to be able to you know write to buy or whatever they call it mm-hmm. yeah she i think she was my favorite out of all of them that oh yeah she was absolutely but you know there was also that black and white one that was really fun yeah yep i pre-ordered her and i forgot about her has she, is she shipped yet? No, not yet. But the definitely okay. I think it's like the twenty first, and I think I think we had to put fifty dollars down to um to reserve. As, yeah. So I have to pay for her soon. But like I totally forgot about her. Um, I know that happens to me more and more. I think with the things that I pre order. Yeah. And then suddenly like a bill will come from integrity for two hundred dollars and I'm just like, oh, what is this? I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh right. Yeah, like I, I got the email for the poppy and they're like, You committed to da 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 you have until it's like I did. And I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I I went back into the um order history at integrity and sure enough I did. I know. It's like I've I've definitely been there where it's like did I make that choice? Right. And I sure did. And, but it's like, sometimes I think, I think it almost goes back to what you said about things on clearance. Like there's an immediacy to picking those up in the Mm -hmm. store and you can see them and you can touch them and enjoy them. Whereas sometimes the things that you pre-order, you like love the idea of it. Yeah. But not necessarily like when it comes like that has sort of shifted or passed because sometimes it can take like six plus months for (laughs) these dolls to ship from when you pre-order them. Right. You know, nobody's and I get it like the companies want to be able to make these and like actually have them pre-sold before. Mm-hmm. Before, you know, putting out a doll that ends up with, like, five pre-orders. <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. But what do you think? you think you're going to join W Club this year again? I don't know. I only joined it for Gem. Yeah, see, that was the thing for me, too. And I've spent, like, a couple of years now, like, on and off about thinking about stopping. Right. Yep, um... When Jim ended the first time, I didn't renew. And then when Jim came back, I joined again. And then uh, I don't know. I mean, it, we didn't get the perk last time of getting, I think it was $20 or $50 um, off of Adele for joining. They used oh, to, that's right. Yeah, they used to do some coupon club mm-hmm. member type thing. And they didn't do it last time. Um, yeah. I don't I don't think I'm going to join because Jim was like the main doll line I collected. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I'm definitely glad I was still there when they decided to come back and do more Jim. 
Mm-hmm. But I do really think it's over at this point, don't you? I hope. I know. Um, my, <laughs> my wallet also hopes. Right. Uh, I don't really know what else they could do. I mean, there's a few, like, particular episodes they could do fashions from or reproduce everything Hasbro did fashion-wise. But they don't really just do individual fashions. They do dolls with them for the most part. Right. I mean, I think gem fans would love it if they went back and just did fashions. Oh, yeah. I I just, I, I can't see them doing it. And it, to me, it seems like with gem, whatever comes out, it's like very small. And I don't think the audience is there for it. Yeah, it's like they're definitely, I feel like at the end of this latest wave of gem dolls, it's like, you know, if you're making episode specific stingers you're kind of scratching the bottom right. of the barrel a little bit yep i mean not that they're not great dolls and great designs but i don't think oh. like to the general collector like they're gonna want you know magic act rapture and riot <laughs> necessarily right I actually recently opened mine. I forgot i had them i i mean like i knew if they popped up i knew i had them because i had every one, but like I forgot they were actually out in the garage. Mm-hmm. And I never removed them from the package. Oh no, <laughs> they, they were fine, but um, yeah, it was just a set I never wanted to begin with. I have a closet in my office <laughs> that is like literally 50% just the gem boxes Ooh. of integrity, mm-hmm. and I'm like, there's so many when you see them all together, yeah. Uh, I've been thinking about going through and, like, kind of gutting out a few extras. Yeah. Um, I have a few extra gems that, uh, it, I don't know, I've been kind of going back and forth. Like, Holly, I heard Hollywood Gem recently. I don't have an extra of her, but I heard she recently went for a grand. No way. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'll have to now, she was that. that original Comic-Con exclusive, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, she was the one that kicked off the line, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep, she did. Um, yeah, somebody, the Gem Boys were talking about it, and uh, they said one recently went for a grand. It's like, oh, hmm, okay. <laughs> like that is wild to yeah, me. Right. Way more. I, I mean, way more than Hasbro. If you don't count Rock and Romance Hasbro, but yeah. Yeah, well, I will uh, definitely not ever be paying that amount of money no. for one of these. It's like but, those some of those Bell dolls from the like the 16-inch Disney Store collectors will go for like $600. And I'm like, I just can't. I can't bring mm-hmm. myself nope. to do it. Um, oh, do you have them? Or do you mean buying them? Oh, no, buying them. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. And it's so sad because I've always like wanted one of them, but it's it's not meant to be, I guess. No. I did finally get that Snow White, though. Oh, from... I forgot about her. Yeah, I got the non-D23 version. What do you think? She's cute. Like, I mean, there's something about a Snow White doll that is always really adorable. And they're just... I don't know what it is about the the face on these 16-inch ones, but they're lovely. 
I really enjoy the Snow White dolls. They were actually the last round of Snow White dolls, which had like the prince and the queen and Snow White in her rag dress from like, I don't know, maybe five years ago. I liked that one. Were actually like the first Disney store collector dolls of that size that I bought. Oh. And then, you know, (laughs) a mountain of them later. (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) Uh, Some of them, though, like some of them are just so pretty. Yeah, like, they came out last year, I think it was, with, like, Akita from Atlantis. Like, Oh, you're right. I'm like, there is a doll I never thought in a hundred nope. years you would get. No, not at all. And, like, they came out with a Megara from Hercules, and it was just some really fun stuff. I mean, the qual- like everything in the doll world, the quality slips as time goes on. Yeah. But, like, if you look at some of the older ones, they have, like, pounds of embroidery. <laughs> like, all this yeah. amazing stuff. And some of the newest ones are like, mm, this is, like, maybe <laughs> half a step up from a regular doll. <laughs> Just large. <Right. laughs> oh, so funny. Speaking of quality, Hasbro, I, like, their contract or whatever has ended with the Disney Princess. Yes. Line, and Mattel has them back. How do we feel? You know, what do you think? I've been looking at some of these on Instagram, and I think the faces are cute. Mm -hmm. But I I just cannot get behind these, like, molded bodices. They are... They're just cheap. Yeah. (laughs) They remind me... um, I don't know if you ever noticed, but way back when, like maybe oh, 2010, 11, 12 ish, maybe even 13 or 14, okay. Um, Mattel was doing ballerina Disney princesses, and I think they were made for the bathtub too. <laughs> like they could float. <laughs> okay. And uh, I only remember these because I was on a Tatiana kick. Or uh, Tiana, Princess Tiana Kick. I was like, Who, and, who's Tatiana? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a friend named Tatiana, but Princess Tiana. Um, I was on a kick for her and like just buying the dolls that were coming out, and I think that's where I drew the line. <laughs> where it where it was just well, no. Yeah, like a molded on oh. outfit, a bath toy or a bath doll, and it was before. I think. Oh, you know what? I think Princess Tiana was, like, one of the first Disney Store collector dolls. Or maybe the third. Okay. I know she was... She was pretty early. For sure. If it wasn't her in that lily pad wedding dress, it would have been the Alice in Wonderland, her and the Queen of Hearts that were the very first. So Tiana may have been the third. The first or the third. Mm Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, she got me on the, um... A little bit of a collecting kick. Just with her being, like, the first. Yeah, I mean, she's gorgeous dolls. Yeah. Tiana dolls always come out gorgeous. It's like, no matter what they do, she shines through, and it's awesome. Yep. But, but yeah, it's like, I'm looking at some of these on Instagram, and it's like, there's, like, a Raya doll that is, like, is that really a doll? Or is that an action figure? Right. Because everything is molded except her pants, mm-hmm. which are cloth. And there's like 
aerial with color changing features and it's like pretty much everything on that is plastic right and yeah it's like they look like they look like Mattel faces just on Hasbro body. Yeah, yep, they do. They've and even it, got like the designs on the one layer skirts so that uh, it's trying to distract you from uh, the fact that it's just one thin piece of cloth. Yeah. That's too too funny. Um I think the the hands look good. But yeah, I would face paint. You know, if you wanna like rebody those heads, like Go for it. Somebody did on YouTube. I can't remember who, but they took at least Ariel looked really good. Uh huh. Um, took her head off, put her on a made-to-move body, and then um, put her in the pink dress or a pink dress. Mm-hmm. And it, she looked to me. She looked good. She looked how she should have. Oh, cool. Yeah. There's a Pocahontas that the face sculpt is really good. mm Hmm. And I'm like, man, I would like to uh, maybe get one of those heads and re- try and rebody it. Oh, you should. Um, there are like, there's like two boys. It looks like I think there's like a Prince Eric and a Flynn Ryder. And again, you know, these are basically like large action figures. Yeah. <laughs> and then they made a ball. I think they're make- doing a ballerina series as well. Oh. This is just the cheapest looking things. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I'll get, I'll give them this. The face sculpts are way better than anything that Hasbro ever. Oh yeah. Did with these characters. For sure. They look, they look like they're supposed to look. Right. Yep, I agree. Maybe towards the end of Hasbro, they yeah. might have started. They were, to they get were it starting right. to get better, right? Yeah. Like, but um, now I'm wondering, like Hasbro, they don't do any dolls. I don't think now. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anything that they're currently making. Right. I mean, yeah. They're still making pony toys. Oh. Uh, or doll, yeah. doll adjacent. <laughs> yeah, yep. But I'll tell you what's interesting and where it's like all the money from those <laughs> Disney princess dolls. Instead, I'm like, have you seen those new Disney store dolls? The like I L Y dolls. I I did. I've seen a picture. I think just one picture of them. Yeah, they're Um, like a Disney store line that are basically like girls who are kind of like Disney bounding. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. Are they kind of like toddler dolls that are like. No, they're actually like like teenage looking dolls, like as if they were like going to Disneyland or Disney World. Oh, okay. They're like they've got like ears and full cloth outfits and. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're they're like brand new, aren't they? Yeah, they're okay. they're pretty they're brand new. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I've just seen a picture of them. But but they've got like whole outfit and accessory packs and just all these things, and it's like wow. <laughs> they have like full cloth outfits, and it's just like that's so nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> nice to see. Oh, right, we haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. 
I want to jewelry in their ears and accessories and you can get accessory packs and mm, 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 it's mm. it's wild like <laughs> I'm right. like this, this is like am I in 1995 Mattel yeah. like oh what a what a year to be alive I know <laughs> <laughs> oh but so true I am excited to see the new live action the little mermaid line that they come out with yeah that'll be really fun to see what they make with that we haven't seen any product really hardly related to that which is kind no. of surprising right and it's due out in May oh my god so I think yep. like product should be hitting within the next couple months right I hope sooner I know <laughs> but, I know uh, there's a there's a lot of built up anticipation for that movie in the uh yeah. the mer focused communities. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I think like that's one thing I'm excited to see come out. Um I hope I'm not disappointed. I I don't think they will. I mean, it it was such a big thing back when and I think the Little Mermaid is still pretty big. Like, I think the Little Mermaid has never not been popular. Yeah. Um, I think it looks, the trailer looked like a little on the underwater was very dark kind of side to me, Mm -hmm. but I was like, oh, can we, can we not have like a little more light? Like I realize it's underwater, (laughs) but yeah, maybe it's just me being old. I'm like, I want to see the details. (laughs) Right. Maybe it was filmed on, or maybe that particular scene was filmed on like a cloudy day. Right. It's like, okay. It's, I'm like, okay, step back. It's just a trailer. Yeah. Like, maybe they'll yeah, no, like definitely, definitely interested to see what comes of those. Yeah. Me um, too. I'm sure they'll do like a large collector doll for her from Disney. Oh, Store. I hope they have to. Like, they've, they've done it for, well, they mean, even if it's not like the large ones, they've done collector dolls for each of those, like, live-action movies in right. some form, right? Right, oh, yeah. They did it with Maleficent, but they did with Aladdin. Yeah, I actually, I remember I I got the Aladdin and Jasmine, like, wedding set mm-hmm. from from that movie. And I think I have, I have a Mary Poppins one, actually, oh, from Mary too. Poppins Returns. Like, she's fantastic. She was the first one I got um of the Disney store collector dolls. Yeah, so like some some interesting stuff coming from the the Disney uh corner in various companies it sounds <laughs> like. Right. I'm I'm really hoping that Mattel comes out with something a little nicer. Me too. Um it was just it was just kind of disappointing. Yeah. So one of the things that I realized was that Speaking of things that are coming up, we have not watched the new Barbie teaser trailer yet. Neither of us have. No. And so I think it, special, special time here. We're going to watch it live together. Yeah. I have no idea what to expect. Going no, into I mean, <laughs> mostly all that I have seen of this has been those stills that came yeah. out a few months ago. Yep. Um, so we know she'll be rollerblading. Yes, I mean, <laughs> I'm so curious what they're going to do with dolls from this movie. Oh, right. Oddly enough, I didn't even think about that. 
Yeah. Like, what will she look like? The actress or, like, Barbie? I mean, I guess is the point that the actress is supposed to look like Barbie so they could right. just use Barbie? Right. I'm sure they're going to do, like, a Margot Robbie face sculpt. Ooh. I guess time will tell. Right. Okay, are you are you ready? You have yep, it up? It, yep, I have it up, and I'm ready whenever you're ready. All right. Let's hit play on one, two, three. Since the beginning of time, since the first little girl ever existed, there have been dolls. But the dolls were always and forever baby dolls. Until... Okay, so for those of you who have not seen this and what just heard me say, oh my god, <laughs> this trailer looks like 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah! Oh, perfect comparison. And it's like, it's like the, um, the ape people, like, smashing their <laughs> yeah. baby dolls, like the little girls. Oh. That is hilarious. <laughs> I liked the the scene or just like the still shot of the shoe in the desert. Like just one yes. random shoe. <laughs> oh, oh and then, that's so fun. They put Margot Robbie in that classic black and white swimsuit with the cat eye glasses. Oh, and the wink. And like her her legs look plastic when the little girls are looking up. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh and like her manicured toes and Oh, that was great. Like, it and then, was. of course, at the end, there's some shots of the the rest of the movie, which looks just like a bananas over the top. Yeah. Camp fest. Oh, right. Pink. Um, yeah. Like, it just I, I guess how I would have imagined it playing with toys way back when. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, I cannot wait for this movie. Can I. Like, I really think it's going to be a, <laughs> a love letter to Barbie. Yeah, yeah. So fascinating. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know what else to say. I see everything in there, or every possibility. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> You're right. It's just, like, ripe with possibility. Like, where is it going to go? Like, what is the story? Like, I don't even know. Right. I mean, there was, like, dancing and music and Mm -hmm. glitter and pink. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. As far as the eye can see. Yeah, and plastic. (laughs) Yes. 
Oh, so funny. Do you know when it's due to come out? Uh, it said July okay. of this year, so I am hopeful. Me too. That we'll get a few more trailers in between yeah. now and then. So. Oh, we have to. Yeah, they'll usually do at least another one or two. Okay, anything anything more on the news you want to? Just Hasbro isn't doing packaging really anymore. Yes. They're plastic-free packaging, I guess, or environmentally friendly. Yeah, I mean, Disney Store has done this with all of their princess dolls. And I I know you were saying before we started recording that you got these Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Mm Mm-hmm set and it's like you know they can do really fun things with this environmentally friendly packaging but what does that what does this mean you think for the mint in box collectors right because nobody's going to want to collect it if you don't see the toy itself yeah because like i think part of the fun too is like going to the store looking at like looking through that window and like looking at the face, trying to see if you have like a wonky eye or smeared lips or. Right. It's like without a way to open that package in the store and see the doll inside, which let's be real is not going to happen because people would just steal things right out of the package and put it back on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it makes me, um, it makes me a little like, hesitant to buy something or like what are you going to do buy multiples and then take ones back oh you're right yeah because like when i'm at the store and with reggie too like we'll grab it three or four or like however many are on the shelf and like just start looking at the faces and oh yeah anytime i've bought an action figure or a doll in the store if there's multiples to choose from like you're gonna you're gonna check and see if like Oh, yeah, that one, the eye is printed too low or whatever. Right. I get it from I get it from an environmental standpoint. I really do. Like, right. the, the Earth does not need one more no. ounce of plastic in the trash. Right. Yep, we sure don't. But it's just still, like, if I was a mint in box collector, mm-hmm. I would be upset <laughs> because yeah. my whole... The whole way that you enjoy them is, like, in the packaging. Right. And, like, now you're just kind of looking at a printed picture. Yeah, it's like, okay, I could just go print a photo of the yeah. doll and be done. Yep. Yeah, but I think as far as news, that's all I can think of. What about you, Chris? Yeah, I think I think that about sums it up. So I wanted to then pivot just slightly into our thing we wanted to just talk about today. We're doing Mm -hmm. a little bit of a retrospective on some dolls of the 1980s, specifically space-themed dolls. And if you listened to the little tagline, Lacey, Spacey, and Out of This World, you will recognize that possibly as the tagline for (laughs) Spectra. And the Shimmerons from 1987. Now, these are dolls that have, they're the same size as Barbie. They use Barbie heads mm-hmm. and they're rooted in like candy colored hair, pink, blue, yellow, and 
gold. Oh no, I'm sorry. Is it just it's just pink, gold, and blue? I believe. I think um purple too. Oh, purple, yeah. And they, but they have a body that is totally metallic. So it's been like vacuum plated, basically. So they're they're like weird robot space (laughs) dolls, but they're wearing these lace outfits. And I've always been fascinated with just the the crazy mashup that these dolls are. Mm -hmm. So to rewind a little bit, I wanted to go back from 87 to 85 and talk just a little bit about the astronaut Barbie from that year. Now, astronaut Barbie has been a part of Barbie since the beginning, right? There's Miss Astronaut fashion from the 60s of Barbie going to space. Right. But this 1985 astronaut Barbie... Let me send you the commercial for her because she is a treat. <laughs> I don't think I've ever. Yeah, I've never watched the commercial for her. Oh, well, perfect. Yeah, I didn't know they had you're, one. You're getting another live commercial <laughs> on this. Oh, I can't wait. All right, I just sent it to you. girls can do anything like astronaut barbie you can go this is the most amazing space outfit i wish nasa spacesuits looked like this with metallics and puffed sleeves and go-go boots oh that'd be so cool (laughs) and i just love that no matter what even if she's in space you can change her to a mini skirt and she can have a party Right. Yep. Just take off that helmet and bam, you are ready to disco. You are so ready for a dance party with a <laughs> disco ball and yep. everything. Ugh. So this Barbie line had a line of fashions with it called the mm-hmm. Astro Fashions. And these were, I actually, I don't own the Barbie, but I do own the Astro Fashions. Ooh. And I own the me- Barbie. Oh, together we have a <laughs> Right. We've got the collection. There are five different Astro fashions available. I remember I remember looking into them back when. Aren't they kind of harder to find? I think they're getting harder to find as time goes on. Mm-hmm. But to me, like, these are... I want more things like this. You know, they have Starlight Slumbers, which is a sleep set. Dazzling Dancer, which is like this crazy space queen sort of dancing outfit there's space racer which is like something of a almost speed racer looking outfit welcome to venus which is this amazing cape situation with 
like metallic pink. Mm-hmm. And then probably my favorite though is the last one. It's Galaxy Agogo, which has this this silver outfit with a mini skirt, high silver boots, and a silver and pink cape. Yeah. And I'm like, these are amazing. <laughs> so Astro Fashions, now Barbie can go anywhere in the universe in style. Yep, she sure can. I'm like, I want I want the series where astronaut Barbie gets like sucked into a wormhole Ooh. and has to wear all these outfits at different things that she goes to. Oh, that's a great idea. So like one year after this came Barbie and the Rockers in 1986. And Barbie and the Rockers, for those who don't know, has two animated specials. One is Out of This World, which is the first one. And the second is Rocking Back to Earth, where the whole premise of the plot is that Barbie and the Rockers go to space to do a concert and then end up getting sucked into some sort of time portal that sends them back to the 1960s. And they have to help, you know, this this little girl and her father, who's like a NASA scientist, to, like, get them home. But it like the time machine only works with the power of music. And, you know, it's there's no logic to the plot. Right. But the songs are fun, especially if you're a gem fan. They're very gem esque. Yeah. Yep. But I thought, like, man, I would have loved to see some of these astro fashions when they go to space. Right. It would have been the perfect tie-in. And it would have been the perfect tie-in with Spectra and the Shimmerons. Yes. So let me read you the premise of Spectra and the Shimmerons. Ooh, here we go. Okay. Meet the Shimmerons. They're five gleaming, beaming teenage friends from the planet Shimmeron. What on earth are they doing here? Well, Spectra wanted to discover why the planet Earth is number one for teenage fun and show you how fun is done on the planet Shimmeron. So she gathered her lacy space friends together and brought them to Earth. Here on Earth, the Shimmerons are discovering, number one, skateboards, (laughs) hot dogs, rock music, and shopping malls. Wherever the Shimmerons go, they're a glittering sensation. Their hair and skin shimmer and shine so bright, people stop to put on their sunglasses. And famous fashion designers everywhere are trying to copy their space lace fashions. Introduce the Shimmerons to the latest trends on Earth. They'll surprise you with their own Shimmeron space magic that's, quote, out of this world. So there are five of these dolls, which Mm -hmm. each come fully dressed and included a comb. So the first one is Spectra, of course, the leader. She is like a metallic pink body with hair with like metallic pieces in it that's also pink. Her tagline is Outer Space Star, leader of the Shimmerons. Ooh. The next is Astra Gold, so gold hair, greatest party giver in the galaxy. Styla Blue is the dark-skinned character who is the Outer Space fashion leader. She has blue hair and a blue-silver um, body. There's Ultraviolet, which has a violet and hair and body and she's the cosmic beauty expert and the last one is a boy doll called tom comet who is quote galactic sports fan and fix it man 
So I think it's hilarious. I think these mm-hmm. taglines are hilarious, and I just love them. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the boxes are these, like, vaporwave dreams. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And then just, like, the little planet symbol. Yes. I mean, they almost look like, if I could get a binder that looked like these, it would not look out of place. No, no. In 1987, I'll tell you that. Oh, I mean, Tom Comet, I actually own him in Spectra out of of the boxes. I mean, I love it because he looks like he's going to a gay rave in space with his net shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. And one of the things that's interesting about these dolls is that because of their metallic bodies, they have often like partially see-through outfits. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, is that their is that their skin underneath? Or are we just like seeing them with like unclothed underneath these oh, lace outfits? I never thought about that. Um I guess. Well, like even with the fashions that came out. They had clear plastic that you could snap on for, like, the bodice and tie on the back. So, yeah, I guess so. I guess. I guess we're just looking at them just totally. (laughs) Right. Totally in the buff. Right. (laughs) And speaking of buffed, the the play sets and extras that come with, that were made for these dolls, are things like the Buffatron. Mm-hmm. Which is a bed that they can lay in <laughs> and be shined up. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently it actually like would like the little rollers that had the the fur on them would rotate like it was actually buffing the doll. Out. It would. I had that bed at one point. Did you? Yeah, oh, yeah. They're kind of difficult, I think, to find complete now. Oh, I believe it. Because the little um the little like lace canopy that goes over it and mm-hmm. and the three little um like the mirror and the puff and the atomizer that are mm-hmm. attached to the side oh, are often I forgot about that. off. Yeah. Yep. My mine did break off. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like unsurprising, right? Yeah. Oh like it just that plastic was so brittle. Yeah, I mean it's definitely like okay, yeah, that wasn't thought out as <laughs> something no. to last forever. And, like, I don't know if it was supposed to, but the bed, the buffer, it would go each direction. Or at least mine did. Oh, wait, so it could reverse its direction? I don't know if it was supposed to, but it did. Interesting. Yeah. And so so. does it, it worked, I guess, by putting the doll's hand into, like, a slot? I think. um, I sold it off way back when, but, uh, yeah, like, you just kind of hit the button with the hand, and it would just, like, kind of start... Moving the fur. That is hilarious. <laughs> Someday if I ever find one for like inexpensive at like a toy show or something, I think I would probably Ooh. take it home. Yeah, so. you should. It, it was cool. No, like they're awesome. Like so the the other place that was called the Selectron, mm-hmm. which was it's called it's a space age color coded computerized closet. So basically, it has like a chair where she can look. At a little view screen that has different outfits on them, and you're basically supposed to hang the fashions on it, and then it's like it selects the right one as you're looking at the screen, and it's basically just a clothes rack with a gimmick, <laughs> right? But it's now, fun. I think that was only prototyped. 
and it never was produced. Oh, really? I think, because I remember when, way back when, way before Integrity had Jim, um, I was getting into Spectre. I think it was 2008 and 9-ish, maybe 10. The only way you could see that prototype or that, that you could even see pictures of it was it was in some collector book. So it must have been like a Barbie collector book. And there was only one or two pictures. You know, I have a book on 30 years of Mattel fashion dolls. I wonder if it's in that. Oh, maybe. You know what? I have it right here. Let me take a look. Spectre is literally on the cover of this book. (laughs) Did you know that um, Spectra, well, the Spectra dolls don't share face molds with any other Barbie. Really? That is surprising, actually. At at least back when. I don't know if they've ever reused it. But yes, her face mold was never reused. Okay, so according to the book, the Selectron is shown in the 1987 Mattel retailer catalog, but it never reached the market. Okay. So you're right. Hmm. There was a mail order piece as well, the Shimmeron Travel Kit. Oh. Um, basically, it contained a map, apparently, of places between Shimmeron and Earth, a Shimmeron passport, a sheet of stickers, a necklace, a child-sized Spectra glasses, huh. and a letter from Spectra. Aww. This travel kit is extremely rare and unused condition with mailing envelope. Yeah, I can imagine that that's, like, yeah, not exactly easy to come by if you're a Spectra collector. No. And I think they had little, um, not accessory packs, but like little, um... They had a couple of little accessories that you could get. One was called the Game Player and Party Planner. Yeah, yep. And the other one was the Small Body Buffer and Fashion Selector. So the fashion selector kind of looks like the wheel that's on top of the Selectron. Okay. But like inside of like a handheld little piece. And the body buffer is basically like the mohair fur from the Buffatron in like a hand. Like like, the picture is literally like one of the dolls like buffing one of the other dolls (laughs) with it. And it's so cute and so ridiculous. I mean, these are such... I would love to see them reuse these faces. The faces are really cute. They are. They're very 1980s cute. Uh, There's also Spectra's dog, Spark. Oh, I forgot about him. Who looks, it basically looks like an R2-D2 with fur and like a little dog head on the top. (laughs) I think he was a wind-up toy that would move and twirl around. He might have been. Yeah, they also sold a version of Spectra and Spark Deluxe set together. These were, that was $50 in 1987. Oh, man. And these dolls were 25 or 30 something dollars at the time. And that to me is like so expensive. But on the other side, on the other hand of it, like these are also dolls that have like fashions with a lot of, like lace work in them and they've got hair with tinsel and they've got like a good amount of face paint and they've got you're paying for the metallic body probably is what you're paying for 
Right. It, it was you're so paying new. for the novelty of it. That paint was so new and expensive for them to use. They had to spike up the price on the dolls. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, it would be so cool. I wonder how hard it would be, like, to track down the designer or somebody who worked on this. It's just such an interesting line. Yeah, if, if anybody's listening who knows who designed oh, right. these dolls, like, please let us know. Because I think these are one of the most fascinating, like, little alleyways that dolls went down in the 80s. Yeah, like no cartoon. No cartoon. Um, no, like, no paper books or anything that I can find. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's just such a, like, interesting concept and so different. Yeah. I Like, we know it was meant to compete with Chem. Right. Like, I mean, Spectra is very clearly, like... Yeah. This is Robot Girl Gem. <laughs> right. Like, she... She's got, like, a big lace tie in her hair. Like, yeah, she's got star hair earrings. the exact same color as Jem. Yeah. The shoes crack. They're extremely brittle. When I was collecting them, like, mm. I, if the shoes weren't on them, I didn't put them on them. Interesting. Okay, that's good to know if I ever, if I ever buy any more. Right. The other, um, it's interesting. They had another name. Apparently, in France, they were called the Chromatics. Oh. Which actually sounds like such a band name to me. Yeah. I like it. I think that's really fun, too. Huh. And you, can't you just see, like, Spectra and the Chromatics? It's like yeah. Gem and the Holograms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, missed opportunity. I know. But, yeah, like, I one does wonder. It's like, when you were making this Barbie and the Rockers space thing, like, why... Why did you not try to have, like, a cameo or advertise your Spectra dolls there since it was such a bizarrely space-themed video? I mean, I just, I'm just curious. Like, it just seems like a missed opportunity to me. Yeah. Barbie and the Rockers could have been stuck in space, and the Shimrons could have came and, like, helped repair their spaceship. Oh, yeah. Like, I just Something. think, like, that would have been such a fun crossover. If okay, who who wants to write and pitch this to Mattel? <laughs> right. Like let's, a, revi- let's revive both of these lines along with Astronaut Barbie as one big... Yeah. Barbie, oh. and, the, Barbie and the Shimmerons line. <laughs> that would be so cool. I wonder if Tom Kama, if he shares the face mold with Ken or anybody... It's hard for me to tell, like, I'm really bad at identifying shared face molds. Like, some people can look at these things and instantly know. Right. And I am really bad at knowing. I can with Hasbro gem, but, like, Barbie Integrity gem. Like, the lines are so soft, Mm -hmm. I guess, compared to, like, the harsh lines of Hasbro in the 80s. Right, right. Okay, I was reading in the book that all of the dolls, all the female dolls in this line use the young sweetheart's Melinda's body. I don't know what that means. That must have been an older line from Mattel. Oh, maybe. And Tom Comet uses the young sweetheart's Michael's body. But there's nothing in the book about their face sculpts. Except, let's see, Astrogold, it says she has a mold different from spectra 
Huh. Um, Styla Blue uses Spectre's head mold, and Ultraviolet uses the same head mold as Astragold. It says Tom Comet has a new head marked Copyright Mattel 1986. So I think these are definitely all new. You're right. They're definitely all new heads on some reused bodies that are made metallic. Mm -hmm. Let's let's watch the Spectra commercials. Yeah, the only promotion they have. Yes, (laughs) literally (laughs) basically the only thing you can see of them. that one where they so the first commercial has them has like a real actress dancing in silhouette dressed as spectra i've never seen that one before yeah that was a new one for me too i've definitely seen the second one where it has like the 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 round spaceship (laughs) thing yeah yep and that's really fun like yeah they're just they're one of my favorite one-off lines yeah definitely and I think one of the things that you have to talk about if you talk about Spectra, because there's really no other place to talk about them, are the Aurora dolls from right. Tonka. Now, what do you think when you think of Tonka as a toy maker? <laughs> I think of those big yellow dump trucks. That yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I never knew they had made dolls until I discovered Aurora. But even then, I forget about Aurora. I mean, and I think it would be very easy to forget about Aurora <laughs> because um, they're just, I mean, they're a Spectra knockoff, number one. For sure. And they use, they reuse things from the Creative Flower Princess Starry-Eyed Brides dolls, apparently. Yeah. And... These dolls, there are four of them. There's no boy in this line, but there's Aurora the Blonde, there's Krista, there's Mira, and there's Lustra. Mm -hmm. And again, they have like iridescent clothes with lacy elements. But I think the weirdest thing about these dolls is that their eyes are these sort of inset crystal chips. Yep that pick up light when, and they're just, I mean, it definitely, if you're going for alien, like these look a little more alien to me. Sure. Also, I love that these dolls, like their hands are just like a flipper. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yep. So weird. They're just the strangest things. <laughs> like, oh, um, yeah. One of them uniquely is not like a plated doll. It's the um the Krista doll actually has a see through glitter infused plastic for her body, which you can see. And I thought like that's kind of cool. What? Which one is she again? She is the one with the blue outfit and the pink hair. Oh, okay. Oh, you're see now. I thought they all had the kind of like clear plastic, but you're right. She's the only one, huh? Yeah, I mean, maybe they would have been slightly less of a less of a ripoff of Spectra if they'd all gone with the clear plastic. But right, you know, I mean, it's it's hard to deny the how similar they are. Yeah, and like their hands might as well be their feet too. I know. <laughs> Apparently, it's they're advertised as being able to stand on their own, which is kind right. of cool for the era. Yeah. But I love the Aurora packaging. It's, mm-hmm. it's again, it's like this total pink, purple, teal combination that's so, so 80s and so vaporwave looking. Right. And it just says Aurora, the future looks beautiful. And I'm like, I love that tagline. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, this should have been the packaging almost for Spectra, because they're dancing on the top. Yes, like, I actually, I think I actually prefer these packages to the Spectra packages. Yeah. And, like, with these, looking at their hair, it's like, they didn't even try. They just threw them all up in a ponytail Mm -hmm. with a rubber band. Yeah. Yeah. They also had a few outfits for these as well, just sort of, like, very 80s-esque looking things but huh one of them is like a jumpsuit which i thought was hilarious which is like so 80s huh i actually like them they remind me of the um the sears outfits that they made for gem way back when oh i didn't know they made special outfits for sears for gem i i they did um what were they called? They were like, they were made to fit gem. And I think you just kind of bought them as like a bulk lot. They were all gem inspired. Oh, like that, like interesting. Yeah. So they weren't officially branded gem. No. But they were definitely like made for gem. Yes. Yep. Uh, because like gem is not going to share a Barbie clothing. No. I'm not immediately finding a website, but I did find an eBay auction. Yeah, I think I'm looking at the same thing. Does it have, like, a purple shirt and, like, blue pants with gold? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the kind of vibes I'm getting. Oh, yeah, I can totally see that as very similar to these Aurora fashions. God, like, stuff with metallics in the clothing, though, is, like... Just wonder the longevity of those pieces. <laughs> yeah. Like in some ways, I'm grateful that like the Spectra dolls are have like that lacy outfits mostly. Mm-hmm. Because I think those will hold up better over time. And I mean, I just realized that Spectra celebrated 35 years last year. Wow. Maybe Mattel can bring it back for, like, a 35th anniversary. That would be amazing. (laughs) 
you know, they still use the name Spectra. Right. Yeah, you're right. With Monster High. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they definitely still own right. the copyright to it or the trademark. You know, I mean, there's definitely been space dolls that have come out after these. Like, they had those um, Novi Stars. Oh, you're right. Back in, like, the Monster High G1 era. And I just think, like, Mattel, that would have been the perfect time. To... You're right. It would have I been... wonder if they could even slide, like, Spectra into something like Monster High. Oh, they, they could have. They should have made the ghost of Spectra, a Spectra uh, robot a sh- from outer space. A Shimmeron, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they actually have that character, what was her name, L.E.D.? Oh. From, oh, okay. From the New York, Boo York, sorry, movie. And she was like an android character, and she had, she had big Spectra vibes to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that too when I seen her. Yeah. Didn't she have some type of mechanism where, like, she floated with a magnet in her head? Or am I, or am I thinking... Oh, no, you are thinking of... Oh, my God, what was her name? She was in the... Com- the girl was, like, in the comet, right? Uh, I think. God, Astronova. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, she also has Spectra vibes, yes. She... Yeah, she had that stand where with the magnet and she could float and so forth. Yeah, okay, yep. Oh, yeah. I had her for like a minute and then didn't keep her. But now that I'm thinking about Spectra, I kind of wish I had kept her. I'm looking at her now, too. The daughter of the comet aliens. Oh, yeah, she's got like total, total Shimmeron vibes. Yeah, updated, but yeah, kind of. Yeah. Huh. Giant eyes, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot all about her. You know, they only ever made that one doll. Right. Crazy. Another missed opportunity they could have done. I know. Spectra, Tom Comet, and, like, Styla Blue. <laughs> they could have done all of them as Monster High characters. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, they they went weird places with a lot of the Monster High entertainment. <laughs> so it's like... Right. You could have definitely done some chromed dolls in that line and totally gotten away with it. Yeah, Monster High is a great melting pot for those kind of ideas. Right. I definitely did keep my LED, though, because she's awesome. She has all all those little robot lines sculpted into her head. Looking her up, too. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. Yeah. She could have been one of the Shimrons, too. Exactly. Damn. So, Mattel, you know, you're on your third generation of Monster High. Right. Don't you want to bring back the Shimrons? Yep. (laughs) For some lacy space fun. (laughs) Right, out of this world. (laughs) And that's about all I think I have to say on Spectra and Aurora and the 80s space dolls. Anything more? Mm, um, I'm just trying to think of Gem. Uh, like, no, nope, nothing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was thinking Synergy could fall. Oh, Synergy's that. totally that same vibe, yeah. Yeah, 
with the 80s and her purple skin. Oh, the doll, yeah. At least. No, she's like, and I don't know, there's just something about those kind of dolls from the 80s that really, I really love them. Like, Synergy is like one of my favorite gem dolls, I think, because of that. Oh, for sure. Like, Spectra and the Shimrons, they could have been Synergy's children. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's just something I love about a science fiction doll. Right. I think it's because it combines two things that I really like that aren't often combined. No, you're right. So I always get excited when there's like like that new Poppy that just right. came out. You know, it's like another another science fiction doll, which is always yeah. always like a little gift to me. I feel like right. They they had you in mind when they were making it. I sure hope so. <laughs> they knew I was a definite customer for that. Yep. We're gonna make this one for Chris. All right, I'll take <laughs> them all. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening and joining us on this out of this world detour to the planet Shimron. And Tear, where can people find you online? If you want to find me, you can find me as merman underscore tear tear t e r t e r underscore b, and you can also find me at. On Instagram, the Merman Podcast, the underscore Merman underscore podcast. And you can find me on Gem Boys. Yeah, and for me, you can find more from me at polychrome underscore pen on Instagram, where I blather about writing and other things. And you can also find more from me at the Jewel Writers Archive, so at Jewel Writers Archive. And you can listen to either of us on our podcasts, the Jewel Writers Archive podcast or the Gem Boys podcast or the Merman podcast. So we're we're overbooked with podcasts, it looks like. <laughs> uh, we are but, all over. Yes, as usual. So thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope in this January of 2023 that you can live that tagline, the future looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, all right, everyone, have a great day. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you. And we'll see you all again real soon. Until next time. <laughs>